Hey everybody, welcome back to Dollar Dollar Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. Coming to you guys today, sitting in my office, my home office in PJs, still in full-blown maternity leave status, staring at my newborn who is propped up asleep right now in a chair across from me. And I really wanted to mention that and use this time in this episode today to kind of go through something that has has really inspired me to continue to think about my own rich life, to have you guys think about what your rich life looks like. And especially, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I strongly recommend that you spend the time binging it. Um, I think there's only one season, but it's How to Get Rich on Netflix by Ramit Sethi. And I think, one, he's just, he's very charismatic. He's very easy to kind of watch and listen to. And he has really, really great, thoughtful ideas and theories and concepts behind personal finance. But I love this general topic around what is a rich life. And and by the way, he has other tools and, and templates out there. Conscious spending plan, which I love that he uses the word conscious in front of that. I think it has so many good meanings in our behaviors and, and how we think of our of our spending and our budgets. But I think the way he asks couples, families, single people, there's various scenarios that he goes through actually throughout the season. So again, I, I strongly suggest you guys watch it, but it really forces you to think about a couple things. You know, one, what is a rich life? And so I, I'm going to also ask you guys, as we go through this episode, I'm going to give you kind of my rich life and my scenario and some specific examples of what I think that looks like and how, you know, short-term and long-term goals feedback into my quote-unquote why, but I strongly suggest and recommend that you guys go through this exercise, you know, maybe first by yourself and then with your spouse, your family, your significant other if you have one, especially if you were kind of building a a life and and a financial life together. Go through that and make sure your quote-unquote rich life at least some of the basics, some of the foundations align and try to piece that together in a way where you guys can have and create an actionable plan to get to that rich life and then enjoy it and live it and be there sooner rather than later within your life and define out what that looks like and be very, very clear about what a rich life means to you and think big, think strategic, think you know, the best case scenario for your happiness and in your life. And again, I'll go through a a quick example for myself and then hopefully that'll kind of trigger some ideas for you guys to do the same thing for for your lives and what your rich life looks like. But I wanted to go through kind of step by step how he puts this into perspective for, again, the people on the show, but also how you can put this into perspective for yourself and your own personal exercise when it comes to defining out what your rich life is and what it looks like and and I think what it means. So we'll start by really talking about what a rich life means. And I want to be very clear. It's not, it shouldn't be to earn or to have X amount of money. It shouldn't be to make more and more and more and more money every year. 
it shouldn't be anything like that. It should, it should tie back to a why. And a why is really going to be, why is this life that I've defined rich? Why is it, why is this so rich and so important to me? And why have I defined it this way? So for me, you know, I'm thinking about my own why and thinking about my own rich life. For, for me, what's extremely important is flexibility and free time. I'm, as I said, I'm staring at my, my newborn daughter and being able to watch her grow up and be able to go to school functions with her and for her. Every single extracurricular activity that I'm sure she's going to want to participate in, be able to not only pay for it, but to attend myself, to be there, not just to foot the bill for it, to show them experiences, travel the world, and to really build in that freedom and flexibility in our lives to, you know, one, have the income to support those things, but be able to simultaneously enjoy those things with my partner, with our family, with our kids, with our friends and family, and, you know, all of those that I enjoy spending time with. I think that's absolutely critical to, you know, my own personal rich life. But think about yours too. Think And think about your why. Like maybe it's similar to mine and it's to have more freedom, flexibility and free time with the people that matter most. Maybe, you know, is it to have houses all over the world so that you can travel, but do so comfortably, do so with some form of recognizable comfort that you're going to a house that you own, you're going to a space that that's yours. Is it to buy really, really nice, expensive things? <laughs> Maybe that's what you want. A, a closet full of Louis Vuittons, a closet full of, of high-end name brand things and, you know, luggage and shoes and dresses and, you know, clothes. Maybe that's your rich life is you want to be able to have that and buy those things carefree and stress-free. Maybe it's to travel the world, like I mentioned. That's definitely part of my rich life. So again, the why is important because it drives the concrete and detailed picture of what your unique life and your unique rich life looks like. It's also important to put this all into perspective and just make sure, again, I state this previously, that you don't make some blanket statement that you want to earn, you know, let's just pull out a number here, a million dollars per year and your happiness or your success or your quote unquote rich life is just tied to that number and tied to, again, quote unquote, making more and more and more and more because that becomes a very slippery slope. And that that puts you on this hamster wheel of really having to continuously work harder and harder and harder and hopefully not harder, but maybe smarter to make more and more and more. But if you don't have any purpose tied behind those numbers, tied behind why you need to make more, one, you're probably not going to be using that money effectively or efficiently, but two, you're probably going to be sacrificing free time or the time that you can spend maybe not making more to enjoy the money and to put that money to work for you and put that money towards the goals that you've defined or else nothing is clear. Your objectives aren't clear. Your rich life path isn't clear. The execution isn't clear of what that should look like. So make sure you're not creating a rich life that includes statements like that. Lastly, get specific about what you want why you want it, and how you plan to get there. 
So I would highly encourage you write down your why and your why is kind of your North Star. It's what your compass should always be pointing toward. It's the direction you should always be going. It's what your short-term and your long-term goals should kind of roll up into. They should extrapolate in a concrete and a very descriptive way into and and really supporting that why statement. That why is your most important idea, concept, purpose behind your rich life. So again, I just want to kind of go through what mine looks like and hopefully it'll give you guys a little bit of you know, incentive to create your own. It did not take me long. It took me maybe 30 minutes. I would also keep this information visible because I'm sure you, you can evolve, evolve on it. Maybe you're not thinking, maybe you don't have that much time or you're not thinking that it's hard for you to picture what your quote unquote rich life looks like outside of maybe a dollar value, but start the process. Maybe create and write down your why today and keep it visible for you to see every single day because that why should be driving your decisions. It should be driving the actions that you take every single day. So again, we'll go into mine and then hopefully it will drive some inspiration for yours. So my why, I wrote it down. I'm I'm reading it off of a piece of paper right now. It's to never have to worry about money again. So basically not let it rule any of the decisions that I make in my life and to have unlimited freedom to actively choose each day what I want to focus on and prioritize, whether that be career-based and income generating or attending every single one of my son's soccer games or taking every vacation we plan as a family or with family and friends. So that's my why. It's to never worry about money and to have basically unlimited freedom and flexibility. So my goals should really align with what that why looks like. That why could change over time, but more than likely the why, the overarching why should not fluctuate. It should be generic enough where, you know, and also purposeful enough that it doesn't, it doesn't change for you over time. Again, as we get older, as we kind of have different circumstances in our lives, as we build families, as we, you know, maybe break apart from, from spouses or partners or get with spouses or partners or, you know, leave our parents' house or graduate from college, like things will change. But I think generally speaking, that why shouldn't fluctuate too much. So then what you do and what I've done here is create a very short list. It does not have to be more than three items per your short-term and your long-term goals, okay? So it doesn't need to be an extensive amount of things because I don't also don't want you guys overwhelmed. And the goals should be, again, supporting the why and overarching enough where it's something, it's something concrete, it's something descriptive, but it's big, okay? It's, it's not something that you can tackle in a week. It's not something that you can tackle in a couple of days. It's something that takes time and it rolls up into your why and it's extremely supportive of what that why statement looks like. So again, going back to my example, so I have, a sh- I have short-term and long-term. My short-term goals, the first one I, I listed out is build my business slash revenue to a point where my husband can quit his job. It is his slash our biggest stressor slash source of anxiety and negativity we currently have. So this is a big one. I think it's a big short-term goal. It may turn into a bit longer of a long-term goal, depending on how you look at short and long-term goals. The way I wrote this out is short-term for me is within the next year. 
And so really by this next year, I would love to be able to support our family 100% from a revenue generating, income generating standpoint so that he can take the time and the space to kind of build up his own business ideas and and really just leave a leave a job, leave a situation that isn't fruitful for him, isn't positive for him. I think if he was in a career in an industry in a in a company that he enjoyed and that was feeding him, you know, positive, you know, creativity and productivity, he would probably stay because he is making good money, but there is a lot of I would call it work abuse that's happening. And so that being said, it's a huge stress on our lives. It's a huge stress now that we have two kids. And it's something that I would like to put on my short-term goal list to attain. So then the next thing you do at this point is how do we get there? Well, now we have very, very specific steps that are actionable that we do every single week, if not every single day to make sure that we're moving slowly and consciously towards that short-term goal. My second short-term goal, again, within the next year, year and a half, are to take more trips slash increase my experiences and free time for my family and friends. So that's a bit bit of a broader statement, but I think generally speaking, you know, we're, we're taking a couple of trips here and there this year. We want to take more trips next year, go more internationally, I think. With me being pregnant and having our second child this last year, it really restricted us from too much traveling too far away. So we want to change that next year. I would also like to take more time during my week, during my weekend, and just free myself up so that we can continue to do things and experience things. And again, both of those really build up nicely into my why. And those are my two short-term goals that I have kind of detailed out right now. My one long-term goal, because I I think having this one goal is big enough to really keep me busy for a while, but my one long-term goal is to retire early, either fully early or scale back my work and focus on, you know, either passive income or work that I really love so that I can enjoy my life before I'm too old to do so. And so this is really important for me, working really hard and diligently and intelligently over the next couple of years while I'm still in my 30s, so that once I'm in my 40s, I can start putting this plan together to really scale back, like I said, either fully or, or partially, so that I can focus on work that I love. And I can also focus on doing the things that I love outside of a career and outside of work and outside of the income generating piece of my life. Again, this long-term goal feeds directly into my why. And for many, many reasons, it actually feeds into my short-term goals as well, whether that be building up my my business or, you know, expanding on my free time and taking more trips. I think it they definitely correlate. And and so that should be a common theme. Your your why, your short-term goals and your long-term goals should all feed into the same purpose and should all align in terms of the activities and the plans that you action to get there. So then from there, put together bite-sized actions, bite-sized, so very easy, very small, that will build into these bigger goals over the long run every single week and put this stuff on your calendar. 
make the time and space for them so you can realize the goals that will drive the creation of your rich life. So make it happen. Don't just sit there and dream it. Don't just sit there and define it and then leave it. That's kind of pointless. That's really not the goal here. The goal here is to, one, understand what that looks like for each person, for yourself, for your family. What does your rich life look like? But then get to it. Get there. It may take five years to get there. It may take five months to get there. Depending on what it looks like and where you're at in your life, it could take longer for some and and shorter time for others. But it's important to do it today because it's your life. I've said it in previous podcasts, time is such a scarce resource. Every single day, we're losing that time. You can't get yesterday back. You can't get last week back. So it's important to start these conversations to prioritize this today so that the rest of your life can be happy, can be joyful, can be quote-unquote rich. So that's all I have for you guys today. It's kind of a short episode, but I think one that is so important and really necessary for you guys to think about in your own lives. But I do want to leave you with this. Always remember, respect yourself by respecting your money. We'll talk soon. 